How's it going, guys? It's Jayton back again on the Thermo Diet Podcast, and I am here with Mr. Gus Nelson, straight from the Thermo Diet Group. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jayton. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, definitely. So uh, tell us your story. How'd you get started with Thermo, and how'd you uh, end up in Boulder? I started on the Thermo Diet around one year ago, and... You know, I've been a lifelong athlete. I've been a runner primarily. I've, I've run in high school, in college, and I've been an endurance runner. I've been a sprinter. And, you know, during this time period, I always had difficulty, you know, really putting on any kind of muscle, really ever reaching any kind of higher level of performance in endurance running. And a lot of those things I was just wrote off to, you know, I'm just not capable. This is, it's not in my genes to be you know, a great athlete. I'm not capable of building muscle. And, you know, I've held this my entire life and I'm 26 now. And I held this belief all the way up until I was 24, 25. And then one day I did discover the thermo diet. And, you know, I just, I was thinking, yeah, even if I get the diet right, even if I really get it right, how much is this really going to help? I started watching Chris and Chris Walker's videos on YouTube. I started following his Instagram and, you know, I really started to believe maybe there is something I can change inside of my diet, inside of my lifestyle that actually will help me reach a higher level of performance. Mm -hmm. And that's when I decided I'm going to jump in. I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy this thermo diet program. I'm going to buy some of these supplements. I'm going to start, I'm going to see if this really can make a difference. And a year later, I I can say it it did, it did make a difference. What are uh, some of the benefits that you experienced in terms of the performance? You know, in college, I, I was a 400 meter sprinter. And I ran at D3 school. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not at the elite, elite level of, of college athletics, but it's still very competitive. It's still very high level athletes. And, you know, really, I could never really bust through the middle of the pack. Uh, you know, after a year of training in specifically for the 400 meters, I can run maybe a, a 54 second 400. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty on the low end. So, but after following a year of the thermo diet, I'm not training. I'm not training the same way I was. I'm not putting the same amount of hours in as I was training, but I got my diet right. Mm-hmm. And now I can run those same times. I'm probably only training maybe one-tenth of the time I used to be training, but I can really achieve the same times as I was when I was training full-time on the thermo diet. Simply from getting the diet right, mm-hmm. I'm able to basically reach that same performance with maybe maybe one-third to one-tenth of the training. Wow. So uh, what aspects of the diet specifically did you find the most beneficial? You know, the crazy thing is, uh, so I'm, I'm pretty big, like I'm 6'6". Six, six. Um, I didn't used to, I didn't used to be this big. I used to be maybe uh, 180 pounds. Mm-hmm. And within four months of being on the thermo diet, I went all the way from uh, 180 pounds up to 210. So it was, it was a 25 to nearly 30 pound weight increase. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of that was muscle and just getting, you know, the body composition, right? Bone density, muscle density, um, you know, just, just general health. It's not like I was putting on weight to that, that's, that's fat and not healthy weight. It's really weight that should have been there all along. It's, it's weight that should have been there mm-hmm. as an athlete to mm-hmm. be, to really be a healthy weight. And I think that was the biggest thing was just the ability to actually sustain, sustain weight and sustain real muscle and real muscle density and real bone density. In terms of oils and stuff like that, were you supplementing with like fish oil? And then how did you kind of go over into um, different types of cooking oils and things like that? This is really, really interesting. This was really, really, you know, 
mind altering when I start learning about the different oils and their, and their benefits and their downsides from the thermo diet. And one of the things, one of the first things that's talked about is the PUFAs, the polyunsaturated, you know, fats, mm -hmm. you know, I, if you look at, if you basically go into the grocery store, you pick up any item, you can look on the back of the package and you realize that these, these oils are proliferating into all kinds of foods. Mm -hmm. They're, they're basically everywhere. And there's almost no knowledge or no awareness to the general person on the effect that these oils have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, reflecting back, I was consuming a huge volume of these. I think this was causing a tremendous amount of, you know, inflammation, a tremendous amount of, of, um, a pain and really, really no benefits at all to me, a lot of downside with these oils and you, you can't taste them. You have no idea. And, um, you know, I just think these were having a huge drawback to my performance. So when I started learning about these things, I, I really got interested. And in, so if these are, if these are bad, then what is good? Mm -hmm. And, you know, around the same time I was following this account on Twitter and it's, you know, I call it kind of an art account where it's, um, you know, it's very artful in the way it talks, but it's talking about something called the real oils. What are the real oils? And I was starting to really, this is the thermo diet. So I now know that, you know, the PUFAs are bad oils, but what, what are the real oils? And then I started discovering things such as, you know, real olive oils, real avocado oils, real coconut oils. And I make the distinction there because if you walk into, if you walk into a grocery store and you start looking at the, the oil aisle, you can see there's, there's maybe a hundred different types of oils. Mm -hmm. I actually went to the grocery store last night. I counted, there was 40 types of olive oils on the shelf and there's probably only one of those olive oils. Now that I'm armed with the knowledge that I'm armed with that I'd actually, I'd actually buy mm -hmm. out of those oils. You know, I started, I started discovering, you know, basically the benefits of cooking with the right oils and cooking with the right fats, such as things like tallow, things such as the, the coconut oil and the tremendous, you know, health benefits of just selecting the right oils and getting the right, you know, getting the right vitamins from these oils, getting the right antioxidants from these oils, getting, you know, in, enhancing the taste of the food from these oils. Mm -hmm. What are uh, some of the specifics that you noticed whenever you were looking for oils? Like, how do you tell the difference between a really good olive oil and something that's not so good at first you learn that you want to you want to move towards coconut oils avocado oils olive oils so you go to the grocery store and you buy one of those mm -hmm. and then you get home and you look at the back of the packaging and you realize it's it's not really olive oil it's an it's an olive oil blend and that there's actually there's actually poofas still inside of this oil mm -hmm. so then you throw that away and you go back to the grocery store and and you decide, all right, I'm not going to screw up this time. I'm going to get something that's purely, purely the right oil. And then you buy that and you get home and you realize, well, I didn't get an organic oil like that. Well, why, why is it not organic? So then you go get an organic oil and then you bring that home and you realize there's no taste inside this oil. It's been highly processed, even though it is organic. So then <laughs> you go back and you get another oil and you, you get a virgin, you get a virgin oil and you realize the taste is so much better. And you realize that the, you know, the, um, the taste is so much better. It's been, it's not been processed. It's organic. And then you start to realize that you're moving closer and closer to getting, you know, the real essence of, of the oil and the real essence of the food that you, you really intended on getting in the first place. Mm -hmm. So do you typically stick towards the more saturated fat or the monounsaturated fats typically? I cover you know, many different things. I'm using, using them for, for different purposes. Mm -hmm. 
you know, for example, I'm buying, you know, I'm buying the coconut oils for, you know, things such as oil pulling when I'm, you know, switching in, in between my teeth, working out my, working out my, my oral muscles. I'm, um, I'm using the, the olive oils for more flavor. I'm using the, the avocado oils a lot for the cooking process because those are cheaper to get. So I'm really covering, you know, all the different types, types of oils for different purposes. Mm -hmm. You said you put on like a good 30 pounds. Was that, was that resistance training? So a lot of resistance training, a lot of time in the gym, a lot of following the, uh, the Thor program. So I have the, uh, you know, I have, I really follow all the different programs. I have the, you know, master your tea. I have the thermo diet. I have, I have Thor. I'm following all those programs. And a lot of that was the Thor based training and following those principles of, you know, explosive, explosive lifts, mm -hmm. um, you know, increased, increased testosterone with the explosive lifts. Um, you know, adding on, adding on weight on weighted dips, weighted pull-ups, um, you know, increasing and those things have a tremendous benefit for, you know, as Chris refers to the morphing process inside those programs. And it's, it's totally changing your body. It's totally changing your muscle competition, uh, composition. It's totally changing everything about your body. Yeah. One of my favorite concepts and that is the anti-fragility aspect. So you're no longer fragile, you're anti-fragile. Yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought this up because um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Nicholas Tlaib's work, mm -hmm. uh, you know, anti-fragile black swan, you know, all these different books. And, you know, you can read that book in so many different ways. You can read that from a nutritional standpoint. You can read that from a fitness standpoint. And I think something that's so important that, that Chris did is he was able to distill the fitness concepts mm -hmm. from, from the anti-fragile idea and bring those you know, to a program, bring that to an applicable standpoint that you can actually put inside of your training. Yeah, definitely. One of the things that I'm kind of interested in, especially around Boulder is raw milk. And you said you have the ability to get it. What's kind of like the process that somebody would uh, look at whenever they're going into something like that? Yeah. So raw milk is, is so interesting because if you, if you use the word raw milk around anyone, their immediate reaction is going to be you know, doesn't this make you ill? Isn't this unsafe? Like, what, what are you, what are you thinking drinking raw milk? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a whole encapsulation of the modern, modern world. And a lot of these things that, that people have been consuming for, you know, thousands of years in terms of raw milk and in terms of other things have now been demonized and, and they've been sold that this is unsafe. Once you start learning about the benefits of raw milk, um, and there's, there's lots of great resources to, to learn about these, but you just decide I'm going to get this at all costs. I'm going to get this at all costs. And there's so many barriers inside of your, inside of, um, inside of getting raw milk and it differs state by state, country by country. I mean, if you live in Canada, you're going to have a very difficult time getting raw milk because I don't believe it's legal there. If you live in some states, you're going to have a very difficult time getting this because it's, it's, it's not legal. Mm -hmm. uh, fortunately, in the state of Colorado, and it, it is possible to get, and you have to go through a process. You have to sign, you have to sign a contract and you know, you have to, you have to say, I understand the risks of drinking raw milk. You have to purchase the share of a cow in order to, uh, to get access to the milk. You have to go pick it up from, a farm you're, you're not just this is a convenient you can't walk in your grocery store and get this stuff you have to make the decision to say i'm going to block off this time of week i'm going to go i'm going to go acquire my raw milk so it's um you know it's not so easy to get but um 
you know, it's kind of like a revolt against the modern world because everyone's thinking this is unhealthy. This is the government saying it's going to be it, you're going to have to go through, jump through a lot of hoops to get this stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I really believe I really believe it's it's worth it, um, especially if you want to reach a higher state of, of thermo. Mm-hmm. You know, you can reach a thermo state just by by drinking, you know, normal milk. But if you want to reach a higher state of thermo and if you want to really live the full thermo lifestyle, I think that it is it is worthwhile to take that extra step to go acquire that raw milk. So outside of the performance benefits, um, you know, you seem like you're a pretty smart guy. Are there some of like cognitive benefits that you've kind of experienced from that, like focus, things like that? Absolutely. And this is this is something that that um that doesn't really that really doesn't end you know you think you know as i just talked about you can reach you can basically reach higher states of of the thermo lifestyle and that if like let's say week one i start buying all the right foods i start consuming a purely thermo diet from week one you're going to notice benefits Mm -hmm. you're going to notice benefits mentally you're going to notice benefits physically but let's say you start doing this for an entire year and you start going, you start going deeper, you start learning about raw milk, you start consuming your collagens, your bone broths on a regular basis, you start consuming Testro X and you know all the different supplements on a regular basis, you're gonna notice that was really just the, th- the first level that it actually gets deeper and deeper and deeper and you really don't know how deep the benefits go of thermo until you start doing this for a long time. You really start experimenting and learning your body. So, you know, immediately I did experience the mental benefits, but a year later, I'm not really sure where it ends because I'm thinking so much clearer than I even was after the first week or first month. And my thinking process is totally totally changed since that that first, you know, that first, you know, that first stint of being thermo. So um you know, I guess the answer is the benefits don't really end. They keep going and you don't really know where the peak is. Mm-hmm. You just need, you just need to keep pushing. You need to keep, you need to keep staying on a thermo diet and your, your body keeps changing and your mind keeps, you know, keeps improving through this process. In that, what would you say some of the foods are that you've incorporated other than the raw milk that have been beneficial and some of the strategies as far as like, you know, chewing your food properly or things like that? That have been uh, beneficial to you. Yeah, one of the things that is is so important that I have to keep in my mind every single day is that the thermo process doesn't stop at getting the right foods. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop from getting my grass fed beef, from getting my potatoes, from getting the supplements. You know that gives you the endorphin it and saying I bought all the right thermo things. It really starts once you start consuming the foods and start consuming the supplements Mm -hmm. and this is a multi-step process you know the first thing i'm thinking is how important it is to chew how important it is to digest to have the gut health right to get the chewing process down right because you know what's the what's the point of getting all these supplements from getting all these foods and then you're essentially wasting them if you're not if you don't have your gut health in, in check and if you don't have your your oral health and your oral your oral um, you know your practices in check with properly chewing the food properly digesting properly eating the foods in the right and supplements in the right order so you're really extracting the full benefits from those and that's something that I have to you know that's something I have to approach every single time I'm trying to be thermo mm-hmm. 
is I need to make sure I'm getting the process right from the moment I start consuming the supplements and foods. Definitely. Yeah, one of the things that I noticed uh, for Thermo is that I actually enjoy the foods that I'm eating. And I think that's a lot more important than a lot of people tend to think about because psychologically you begin to think about the food that you're going to eat. And then whenever you look forward to that taste, you begin salivating. You begin producing things like amylase and all these different enzymes in your mouth. And then whenever you do start to eat, you actually digest it a lot better because your body's already producing stomach acid and different enzymes inside the digestive tract and things like that. So I really like that. Definitely. Whenever you're thinking about that, there's so many different benefits from just simply looking forward to the food that you're eating, but then being cognizant about whenever you're eating the food too. So I like that. Um, so do you incorporate, what else do you incorporate in your diet? The supplements are the big thing. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly consuming, regularly consuming the collagen, mm -hmm. the bone broth, you know, the ashwagandha is part of the Testro X, getting in the micronutrients with the zinc, magnesium, magnesium boron. I think these are so crucial that you, that you're supplementing with, with the right things that you actually need. And you can try, you know, you, you, you know, Umzu offers, you know, a lot of great supplements now, mm -hmm. just a, a lot of great supplements. And some of these you think you're going to need and some of these, you think you're going to need for certain and some of these things, you know, you're just kind of interested in. So I think it's so important, you know, to be trying these things and seeing how they personally benefit you. And you're always going to get benefits out of consuming the, the supplements. Mm -hmm. It's just how much you're going to get. Is this, is this the thing you really, really need? Cause you know, you're not going to be on, you know, 20 different supplements at once. You might choose four or five that you really, really need. And that might change over time. Mm -hmm. So I'm always experimenting when you guys come off a new supplement, I'm saying, you know, let's try this out. Let's see if this is really for me. And sometimes I'm getting tremendous benefit. That's something I want to add to the rotation. And I'm going to switch out something else that I don't need any longer. But, um, you know, that that's a major thing is getting the supplements right, constantly experimenting, constantly figure out what you actually need and what's actually going to benefit you the most. Mm -hmm. As far as like the collagen and bone broth supplementation, are there any benefits that you've experienced there? I think this is this is totally life-changing when you start to think in terms of collagen and bone broth as as you know, small meals during the day. I mean, we always have these we always have these hankerings in the middle of the day and like I want to go eat a snack. I want to go eat something that's um you know, that you know is bad for you, but you just have that you just have that urge to go you know, to go eat, uh, to go eat something like I want to go eat, so let's say, you know, a muffin or I want to go eat a candy bar. You know, instead of doing those things, you, you really just want to consume a, a glass of collagen or you want to go consume a glass of bone broth. And those things are actually far more satisfying. Mm -hmm. You know, the benefits are so, you know, you know, just immense of, of, of consuming these things on a regular basis. And that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, just filling in those moments of weakness with the collagen and the bone broth instead of instead of uh, instead of things that, you know, are bad for you. That's actually a really good strategy. I never even thought about that. It's interesting. Hmm. So distilling all this information that we just laid out for people, what would you say are the biggest tips and the biggest takeaways that somebody could use in order to implement a lot of these things? Yeah, that that's a great question. So, you know, for someone getting into this space, you know, you start to become, you know, you're, you're kind of like a fan of it you become a fan of improving your health and you become a fan of trying all these different things. And there's a wealth of resources online. You can go watch, 
you know, hundreds of YouTube videos, you can watch, I mean, thousands really, you can go find hundreds of different, you know, leading voices in the space. But I think the most important thing is to select one, <laughs> select one thing you're really going to focus on. And that was, that was a thermo diet for me. And, you know, now that I've, I've, uh, you know, I was kind of introduced to this whole, you know, health world by the thermo diet. I've tried so many different things. I've read so many different books and, you know, really you just start getting overloaded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can read, you know, entire books, you can read, you can buy, you know, hundreds of courses and you're not necessarily, you're kind of getting diminishing benefits out of trying a million different things. You're spending so much money and so much tri- time trying so many different things. So I think the biggest thing is to trust, trust the plan. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, and when you, when you buy the thermo diet, you get the thermo approved grocery list, which is just a, one of the most valuable modules inside of the course. Mm-hmm. I think taking that, printing it off, walking to the grocery store and just buying items on the list and not buying anything else. Mm-hmm. That's the simplest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't try and do everything at once. Don't try and experiment with two different things at once. Don't try and, you know, read every book at once. Just print off a thermo-approved grocery list and walk into the grocery store and just start buying buying what's on that list. And then, you know, that, that's the way to get started. That's the way you're going to get 90% of the benefits is just following the list heck yeah well uh there you have it from mr gus nelson himself is there anything else that you'd like to tell people in the group or people listening to the podcast you know i think the i think the thermo diet group is is tremendously valuable um you know i i particularly enjoy a a a certain few members in there like you know you have your jake miners and yes you have your you have your other guys and you know, the thing with these guys is that they are, they are living the thermo diet lifestyle to its fullest. They are reaching those, those higher states that I feel like I've talked about and they're constantly improving. They're constantly giving me the motivation saying that this is something you can hold to over years. This is something you can always go deeper in and improve in, mm-hmm. you know, by, by cooking your foods correctly, by, you know, by buying the right foods, by buying the right supplements. And they're always experimenting. They're always pushing the envelope. So I think the biggest thing is, you know, be part of the community, you know, take inspiration from, from the different guys doing this, watch how they change, watch how much happier they are, watch how much, um, you know, watch how, you know, how, how, how will, how deep they're willing to go into their diet and into their, um, into their thermal practices and, you know, I think that's, I think the community is a huge part of the thermo diet. Definitely. I love that thing. The people in there are absolutely killing it. Um, so where can people find you? You got an Instagram or Facebook or anything like that? Yeah. So I, I like to leave a few comments in the thermo diet uh, group every once in a while. I like to share my unique perspective and I hope I have, I have relayed on some unique, unique perspective. Um, you know, I'm always trying to push the, the thermo diet concepts, uh, wherever I can. And, um, you know, I think you guys almost need a a, a thermo diet uh, extreme program, uh, the next level, you know, where you're where you're, where you're telling people to find these, uh, you know, find raw milk, find find the supplements that are working for you, and and kind of push the envelope. But um, yeah, you can find me there hopefully, and um, and hopefully I'm uh, leaving a positive contribution as part of the community there. Well, uh, for those of you listening, make sure to get into the Facebook group. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, make sure to go check out Christopher Walker on YouTube. Umzu Instagram, all the good stuff. If you didn't like this podcast, go away. We don't want you here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time.